Hi everyone, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. This is actually our first episode of the podcast. So we're all excited that you uh, joined us today, and we're actually starting out with Final Fantasy XII. We're kind of just doing a, a glazed-over general intro into the game itself, just talking about our favorite parts of it, maybe things that we don't like so much, um, and just kind of really enjoying the game uh, you know, conversation. And so we're going to start out by just... Explain a little bit from the differences of the original uh, game, and then, of course, the Zodiac Age, which was the big change, you know, the remaster. So, Alex, what, what do you think? What, what is, like, one main difference that stands, stands out to you? Oh, man, I mean, first of all, Final Fantasy XII, one of my favorite games. So, stoked to be talking about this one. This is a good one to start off with. Um... So, I mean, obviously the big differences between the original and Zodiac Age was the addition of the job system. Uh, they updated right. the license boards and made everything unique and specific to that job, which I thought was really cool. You know, you couldn't just, um, like, you had to be really careful when selecting your jobs in this game, for sure, so that you had contrasting strengths and things like that, and you don't, you know, as you have very specific, like, licenses on each one some of them overlap uh so that was one one big difference for sure between the original and the zodiac age the other one i would say is might have gotten a little bit easier um that's kind of up to, up to debate for a lot of people but i feel like the zodiac age was a little bit uh easier than vanilla for whatever reason but yeah. uh what'd you think mark no i, I agree with that and uh i mean obviously the the main difference i mean it's just no way about it is the job system um you know original game everyone could do everything and you know and it's it's widespread and all that and you know and in, in zodiac age you can't i mean sure you can change your license boards your your jobs rather anytime you want but if you're keeping them as they are you kind of it it makes you kind of think a little bit more about how you want that character to actually be it kind of really it's nice because it allows you to hone in on creating your characters very specifically to one thing. And so it's great. I like it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm having a lot of fun right now with my playthrough on it. And uh, nice. now it's great. And uh, I would say another main difference is like the treasure. You know, it's, it's all over oh, the place yeah. now. And. It's great. I, I, I really like it. And we'll, I'll get into that a little bit more. But, um, you know, it's, I, I'd say that's, that's much different as well. And so the original, really good game. I loved it. Uh, probably, you know, it, 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 I loved it at the time. It was not exactly my favorite, so to speak, because I was just really hung up on 10. But I would say since I picked up Zodiac Age, I've, I've done almost two playthroughs. And it's been, oh, it's, it's just, it's been amazing. Really, really yeah. loving it. Um, now, do you have a preference on which one you like? Oh, yeah, for sure. The Zodiac Age. I was going to say there was another thing that uh, a lot of the other things they added to this, too, is like the speed up mode. 
Oh, that was yeah. so helpful. I mean, doing some of these <laughs> hunts is. and just the monotonous tasks and the battling to the grinding for like oh. license points and, and loot yeah. and all that kind of stuff that you have to do in this game. Dude. This game, that, that's another thing that I would say just as far as Final Fantasy twelve ranks for me, um, you know, amongst the other like 7 through 13 that I played. Right. It's a really like grindy kind of final fantasy like you really have to grind in this game you do to get that loot you do got to get that loot and uh no i mean even just moving around the areas sometimes takes forever so no that speed boost i totally forgot about that i mean i use it all the time i will say though Old Arcades is dangerous to use that speed boost. Those those alleys are so <laughs> tight. I just I overshoot it all the time. Yeah. You know, I get caught up on people. <laughs> but that's yeah, how. I mean, it, when you're on like the times four speed, it's impossible to control yeah. the character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. and that's that's why I keep it on times four. Man, I love to just uh, nitro around all the areas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, but overall, now of course, my. My idea for stories, right, is I think voice acting ruined some of these stories. I'll just say that, you know what I mean? Because there are some moments, we all know them in 10 through 13, 15 guys, we're probably not going to talk about for a very long time. There's not even a story there. <laughs> but, you know, there are some yeah, moments that just, that <laughs> like... I think they're ruined by the voice acting. And now, granted, it, it was different. It was hard. But aside from that, kind of just taking the story, if you just put it on paper, what did, what did you think about 12? Um, I mean, it's tough. Because uh, I, I like the story. I think it was pretty good. I'm trying to think. Like, it's been a minute since I played the game. Uh, I think I was right. playing it, like, three or four months ago or something. And I never really get all that far because it's just such a long game. But, um, you know, I thought it was really good. The voice acting are some definitely cringy parts. Uh, <laughs> yep. A lot of the a lot of the stuff with Pinello and all that kind of, you know, going to Bujerba early to get Pinello and doing all that kind of stuff. I like it later on when it really starts getting serious. Like around the part where you have to go to Giravagan and you start... Uh, Learning about the um, the Nethicide, or the... Uh, no, but what is it, the Arcurans or something like that? Oh, the, right, uh, right. Yeah, the immortal. Spoiler, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> the gods. Yeah, yeah, it, it, but it starts getting crazy around it, that. It point. does. It does. So, so overall, I mean, I like it. I would give it. I'll give it a seven out of ten. Okay. I'm. I'm about right there as well. Um, I I, I like the story. It was it was pretty good. I felt that it it floated nicely. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like all of a sudden, you know, there's a big big change, you know, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. what's going on. Wasn't really ever confused by it. So I felt like they did definitely explain enough. Uh, there there was enough there. There was enough info. Um, the other thing that I kind of like about it too, which was pretty cool, was man, there were a lot of cutscenes in that, like you know where the you know the graphics are all nice and all that stuff, and you're like, yeah, I mean they're all over the place. I, I forget about that each time I play because, mm-hmm. you know, I it wasn't really like that all the time. I remember 13 had a lot as well, and so it was kind of cool because you know that was that was when graphics were starting to pick up, you know, and playing through yeah. them 
as kids. Of course, that was always a cool aspect. But overall, the story is pretty good. Um, I'll be perfectly honest, and I'm going to do it this time. But I can't even remember the ending of that game. I think I've beaten it maybe once or twice. It's my Achilles <laughs> heel when it comes to Final Fantasies is actually just finishing yeah. the story. Um, yeah. So I can't remember much, but I'm getting real close to my playthrough right now. So we're going we're gonna to hit it for sure. But I overall, do it. yeah, I have to. Got to remember this stuff. Um, so in you know digging a little deeper, what what is just two quick favorite things about the game? Uh, the job system for sure. I mean, I know that's an obvious one, but I really did just like it that much, um, especially compared to the original. I just it just adds so much to it. It adds yeah. so much uh, challenge. You know, you can switch your you can you can make this game a lot more challenging on yourself by just switching up the characters and having like an all mage team or just you know sort of your traditionally unbalanced right. team. And uh, yeah, so that would definitely be one thing. And the other I would go for is the variety in enemies in this game. It's just really really awesome when yeah. you have all the rare game. You've got the hunts. I mean, granted, a lot of the enemies are kind of like classes, like you've got the wolves, you've got the bunnies, and then they pretty much just do like different, you know, higher variations or stronger right. variations of those. But even still, I think I think the uh, the design of them and the artwork and everything is just really awesome in this game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would say... Um... I would say for me, the the favorite two things are is kind of kind of tying into your job thing was just the freedom. You know, it was it was very nice to have complete freedom, or you know, close to complete freedom over your characters. You know, you make them what you want. You know, I mean, it'd be kind of kind of like you said. You know, you could if you want, you can do all mages if you want. You can make them all white mages, whatever. You know, in, in you know, 10, I, I view things in 10 because of sphere grid, right? You know, everyone could eventually do everything if you wanted to. But it's not like you could yeah. sit there with, uh, you know, three three people with blitz balls tossing them at, you know, enemies. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't do that, right? But you could toss all bombs at people in 12 if you really wanted. So yeah. I love that freedom. It's amazing. And then the second thing, I'm actually going to tie it back into the treasure, man. I loved, and especially, especially with zodiac age i love the treasure i i like i like treasure hunting i like completing maps looking at everything trying to get everything and this game is just it's amazing for that i mean you zone in you can go to all the treasure zone out zone right back in there's treasure chests again you can go get them again you know and it's like sure i yeah. get 12 gil i don't care man give me that 12 gil i'm gonna open it you know, and uh, I was gonna say, yeah, I I feel you with that. You can definitely farm the treasure. Like that's a big thing in this game. I just have so many bad memories of trying to get a specific, you know, like the ribbon in the <laughs> and yeah. the. What's um, that one place? The dungeon at the very end, the Pharos Ruderana. Oh, there's yeah. a whole bunch of things in there, oh. and it's so annoying when you go and check it. It's all. 156 gil or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, that is true. So it is, yeah, I can't, I can't go back. Kind of brutal, but you can farm them. So I feel you with that. Yep. Well, um. so, okay, on, on complaints, what, what's your largest one in the game? Um, Largest complaint on the game. Yep, thing you dislike the most. It's a tough one. It yeah, is. It's a tough one because... Honestly, with the battle system, 
the the expansiveness of it i really like both those things there wasn't really too much about the gameplay that i truly disliked i'd say the only thing that i really disliked or my biggest complaint about this game was probably just the cringy cutscenes at times and the bad voice acting right uh you know i really do like this game so it's kind of hard to don't have a lot of complaints about it really it is, and let, let's be honest, the cringe isn't really that bad for 12 no. when we compare it no. to like 10 and 13. I, oh, I, will, I will say, on that note, I will say, because you know with the cringe stuff, the accents in 12 are the weirdest out of all of them. It is like... Like True. freaking, what is it, Miguel? You know, it's like, what do you? Can you imagine the person doing that recording in the studio? It's like, no, no, yeah. give me, give me a little more girth than that. Yeah, I love at the beginning. Where it's like, there's enough wine here. It's cool your throat. <laughs> it is so just, weird. it is bizarre, man. Yeah, the accents and whatnot. But uh, I would say for me. And, you know, this is, you, you make the game what you want, especially with this freedom, but kind of tiny, it, it can get a little too easy. Um, and, and the problem is, is sometimes it's it's too easy to make it too easy. You know what I mean? Like, it's, especially with the jobs. Some of the jobs, if you wanted to, now granted, yeah, you'd suffer other areas. I mean, you could, within a couple hours, you could have, like, thousands of health because it just kind of, it's all lined up for you. I think a monk, it's literally straight south where you start you know just go down True. boom 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 and you just get health 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 and it's like okay now grant i know health doesn't equal success but it sure as hell helps you know when you when you have a giant pool of health um so you know it's obviously i try to try to make it a little challenging on myself not not really um you know going too too easy with it but i think that that's my main one is just it's just a little too easy uh, so yep. I, I know you said you played it. A, it's been a few months, yeah. uh, so you might have to kind of dust off those cobwebs in your memory in here. But I have some homework to do here. <laughs> yeah, so, right. some homework. We'll be but in Final Fantasy hours. 12 for a little bit here on the podcast. So before switching it up, yeah. but uh, but yeah, man. So what's your most recent playthrough about? You know, like quick, quick, real no. brief. You know, like how far have you made it? How's it going? What, what do you got going on in it? I in my last playthrough, I made it to about, I was just about to go to Still Shrine of Miriam. Okay. You know, the part where you go and get, um, oh heck, you, you played this recently. What What's the, uh, the ice I summon's name? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, know, okay, man. never mind. Never they're mind. all they're all but strange names, you know. I can't remember. Cuz it's not Shiva, I know it's No, not that's Shiva. what it's like. Why couldn't they just name it Shiva? Why didn't they have to name it a ship? Yeah. Well, anyways, so I made it to about there, and my team was starting to get pretty OP at that point. I think yeah. I found kind of my niches for all, all my characters. You know, that's that's the point in the game where if you picked up a lot of loot, if you've been doing your hunts, and if you've been doing a little bit of rare game, things like that, you probably unlock some stuff in the bazaar. You've got, like, you know, really powerful swords. Yeah. You've got good spears, all that kind of stuff. And, um... I don't know, that's just what I love about this game, because I find that, you know, like, the knight, the uh, ulan, um, monk, all, like, the physical attackers and everything, they're just so consistent and reliable, unless it's a flyer or something, 
with magic it can be so tricky because you need so many gambits set up for that to work you know yeah. i mean you gotta have like fire week use ice and thunder yeah. Weeks, you know or all just, of that stuff so. or just micromanage it which can be a lot you know but yeah yeah i agree but physical is just easier too to to run yeah and it's kind of op in this game like what you're saying i think you have to sort of refrain from just using that too much but anyway so yeah that's where it's, that's where i'm at and i'm gonna have to have to start playing again how about you yeah absolutely now i'm uh currently playing it uh that's why man i've been so excited uh it's my second second run through zodiac age um kind of real history real quick history of 12 is you know for the most part i make it to the end of all the final fantasies and then i start doing in-game content and then i kind of just fizzle out because i'm just like eh, it's grindy um and so i haven't done too much of the end end game stuff you know the the real end game uh like hunts and stuff but anyway so i'm, I'm making it i'm gonna make a real stab at it this time um i just got past gear of vegan kind of getting caught up on hunts and all that and so it's it's been going really well i've been really enjoying it um one thing i've been doing differently this this time which i recommend everyone should try this at least once it is so much fun is i'm leveling everyone at the same time so as soon as someone levels up um i instantly switch them out for someone else and it's usually at random you know or whatever and so it's a ton of fun because it just things are all over the place. Like it's it keeps you on your toes because it's not like you're just developing a solid three party class, you know, or or, or team rather, you know, and and you're you got the specific roles and you know the gambits are all working off each other. It's not. It's so random that it, it's crazy. Like uh, you know, sometimes I have three ranged in, and it's <laughs> it's quite interesting how it goes. And uh, but no, it's it's been awesome. I also tried to try to get really creative with the uh with the uh job combos this time i didn't like just you know try to make them as good because you know kind of tied in i have someone as a knight but they're actually i don't have anyone using swords this time i don't have anyone doing things i got a i got bombs going on haven't really ever used those i got crossbows never really used those either and so it's kind of it's kind of fun uh, just trying new things, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna work in scales in the mix here in a moment. I just gotta kind of unlock a few more, and uh, get get a couple more gambits as well, so that way I can have them go around hitting everyone. But nah, it's going real well. Really enjoying it. Uh, trying to do the hunts as I go. I'm trying to again make it kind of difficult. So uh, really, really enjoying it this time nice. around. So, but that is actually gonna lead us into. Our short little segment we got here. We're going to have a couple coming your way pretty soon. But the first one's nice and easy. We're calling it Bold Move. And so let's get into it. All right. So what we have for Bold Move is each time we do it, we're going to pick one thing that any character over any of the Final Fantasies, Alex and I pretty much have only been playing about 7 through 13, 15-ish. Uh, but anyways, you pick one thing from all of it, that was a bold move. And for an example, my bold move for this segment is when Zidane grabbed Dagger's butt climbing up that rope ladder. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a that's a princess, man. You're ooh soft. That's a bold move, man. Oh, I mean, why do you think Steiner 
Cyber was like, you're going to be put to death on the ship. <laughs> yeah, he knew. He, knew. he grabbed your butt. Bold move. Yeah. And mine is going to have to be a classic. I mean, everybody knows this one. One part where Titus is doing his laughing thing with Yuna and Luca, and he sounds like a crow. Ha 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 ha! That's cringy. a bold move, just doing that. Well, that was a bold <laughs> move. That, that is. Move. We all thought we thought you two were crazy. No, that was like Mexican <laughs> man. That was a walk. I, I that was a terrible walk impression. Oh, but that's <laughs> a tough one. It's a tough one to get down with some practice. But that is our bold moves for this segment. We'll continue our discussion on 12 here. And so uh, basically we're, we're going to kind of be just touching on enemies, right? Enemies in 12. Alex already kind of said he likes the variety. I agree. I love the variety. Um, some new ones. You know, you got your classics in there. And so... Overall, uh, what do you what do you think on just like the common ones, like you know the the marbles, you know, like how do you how do you think they did with those? Uh, I mean, it's good that you let off with the marbles because I was just gonna say in this game they're not nearly as scary as they were in like <laughs> no, you know, they're eight. Not. Um, they aren't really that bad in nine, but ten especially. Ten. Yeah. This one, it's like you know they they use their their breath moves all the time, but it like never hits. It's got to have like a twenty five percent hit yeah. percentage or something like that. So, uh, but that yeah. Other than that, honestly, the enemies were awesome in this game. So much variety because you know you had all the Marlboros, you had yeah. the bunny types. They even had some like rare game and uh, bunny hunts and things like that, which were really funny. Um, they had the uh, coils. Or the corals, or whatever you call those things, the cat, <laughs> yeah. like ones. I can't remember, yeah, how you uh, pronounce that. No, oh, I got no idea either. You got I the think... wyverns. Yep. And then it's also kind of cool that you know you you fight the uh, the empire a lot too. So there's like the imperial soldiers and all that kind of stuff. And the bosses in this game are awesome, absolutely awesome. They are. A lot of them are. Some of them are kind of like a little bit too easy. But other than that, I thought the enemy variety is one of the biggest strengths of this game. Absolutely. And, and I mean, like you said, you know, earlier, some of them, you know, they're just reskinned. But, I mean, that that's just been a thing. I mean, that's just what has been a Final Fantasy. They reskin as they go, you know, harder versions. But, no, that's funny about the Marlboros because, dude, I mean... Think back to 10, you know, Xander, not Xanarchid runes, but Omega runes. Like, you go in there and... Uh, you know, you gotta have some. You're, when you're first in there, you gotta have someone with initiative. It, be ready to flee, you know, because when those oh, pops yeah. up, I just poop my pants. I'm like, oh god, I can't do this right <laughs> now. Bad breath just <laughs> annihilates you. Yeah, so yeah. I, I will agree because um, actually, one of my favorite kind of little quick farming spots around the 30s is the Ticha Uplands, you know, in 12. And uh, mm -hmm. I hit up those Marlboros hardcore because. They're easy. There's lots of them. Uh, the fruit sells for quite a bit, you know, and so, no, nah, it's it it is kind of strange how they did that, but I agree. I think they did great on the on the fiends, you know, in this and uh, lots of variety, lots of them. Some of them are pretty damn hard, you know. Some of them, yeah, pretty easy and stuff. But 
Now, I like it, and, you know, uh, something you mentioned to me before, you know, is the bats. <laughs> they went, they yeah. went bat crazy this one, didn't they? Oh, they really did. I mean, it's kind of insane. I mean, one of the one of the toughest enemies, or at least common enemies in the game, is that, that end game bat that you find in the uh, the secret portion of the Henny Mines. Yeah. Like on your way to go and fight uh, Zodiac. Yeah, yeah those, those things guys. are crazy, and they're hella annoying because they constantly use sacrifice on you. Like as soon as yeah. you're about to kill it, you know, sacrifice does like three thousand oh. damage. All those so they're enemies. just annoying and they're tough. Yeah, they are, they are. Yeah, I mean the bats do it. What some of the other flyers do it. It's like, oh man, it's it's I tough. I hate that. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of you kind of hit rare game a little bit. So for me, the rare game because again, this kind of goes into. Granted, it didn't have to be, uh, but it kind of goes into some of the end game stuff. You know, you got the hunt club and all that. I haven't really gotten into that, so. I haven't really done any of the super intense ones. I'm going to work on it. Like I said, this one's going to be the one, man. I'm going all the way. I'm doing everything. And so uh, it's interesting, though, because, you know, not even doing that. Sometimes you'll go into areas and, you know, they'll just be a rare game there, you know, as you're, as you're playing yeah. through the story. And it's kind of like, dude, why isn't this guy dying right now? Like, what the hell is going on? You know, and then you look at it, it's like, oh, it's a named one. You know, and it's 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 just kind of cool. It's kind of a random thing that if you're playing for the first couple times, you know, you may not really notice too much until you kind of encounter one that you know is is kind of kicking your butt, and it's yeah. it's just kind of a it's kind of a random thing. Yeah, you just start getting your your butt kicked pretty much by this like common looking, you know, enemy. It's crazy. I mean, well, one yeah. in particular I always remember is uh, the Damasca Mister Sand. You've got uh, Ekbet or something like that. It's one of the cockatrice type skins. Oh, yeah. It's super strong at that point, you know. You've even got, like, the fourth party member with, uh, you just come come out of Barheim Passage, so you have uh, Bosch as a guest. <laughs> yeah, so that one yeah. always kicks my ass, because he just looks like a normal, normal cockatrice, and then he has Protect on and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, at that point, you can't get rid of that. No, you can't do a whole lot. You just try to kill them as quickly as you can, and they have some pretty powerful moves. So, the rare game in general in this game, I just really love. I mean, there, there, there's some that are really hard to beat. Uh, there's a lot that you have to do. Specific, they have like specific requirements, like you know, kill all the area, uh, the enemies in the area, and then you have to leave and return, and then they spawn. Some of them just have like a flat twenty percent spawn rate, um, and there's yeah. so many of them. And I think in the game there's eighty per game, which there's, is yeah, there's a ton. pretty crazy. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and I think I think that's why I didn't get into it too much. You know, it was just, it was a little intimidating kind of a deal. And like, oh god, there's so many. Um, so in as far as keeping on enemies, are there any favorites? Like your absolute favorite for me. <laughs> We've talked about them. I like the little bunnies, man. Those things are hilarious, you know. And the funny thing is, I got a, yeah. I got a nine-year-old daughter, and and she was watching me play the other day, and I was like, "Hey, should I kill it?" And she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> she like really, really wanted me to kill it, you know. She wanted I was, me to kill it. I was expecting her to be like, "No, don't kill it," you know. But nah, yeah. I, I full on, I smacked it down, and so uh, I like those in the um, the kind of like the. 
like the lindworm like dragon type ones that have oh, like yeah. that kind of like halo thing around their neck i really like yeah. those ones those ones are really cool looking yeah definitely i was just gonna say the thing about the bunny too she she, she knew what kind of loot you can get out of those she's like just do it just kill it <laughs> yeah um but yeah i agree with you on the lindworm those things are awesome and they they basically it's actually kind of funny i mean they they just made that design, that same kind of design, super big for like the Yai's Mat and the uh, the Hellworm yeah. super bosses in this game. So they they obviously really liked that design as well because they kind of kept using it. Um. Oh man, I have to think about my favorite. It's a tough one because you also kind of had like those um, zombie dragon skeleton ones would like walk around on their hind legs and then right i don't know if you remember those i kind of I, i'm just thinking about those from some of the optional areas like the uh certain in caverns and the pharaohs but those are pretty cool and then there was also like some really weird ones like you had the uh the golems remember those yeah like, they don't really those move, but they're weird. those just structures and yeah, yeah. funny funny enemies in this game man <laughs> about you what about your work like what are your least favorite enemies uh yeah the uh i mean they always give good loot man but those like werewolf models i'm trying to trying to think what the first one is i think it was a werewolf right when you get in the geese of first one's a werewolf yep. yeah and those ones uh you know they always give loot but towards and they're not so bad they're not so bad but towards the end they start Oh, they they start hitting pretty damn hard. They kind of they kind of give your characters a check, you know, like on uh oh yeah, um they are wearing mystic armor. Look at that. You know, it's kind of like yep. they, they 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 let you know when you should not be getting hit by physical attacks. Um them and and then same with the bombs, some of the end game bombs. I'm thinking in the Redor, you know, like, same thing, like, they just start self-destructing like crazy, and I think you kind of, kind of the same thing, I kind of get into this little, like, nice little comfortable rut where, pff, it's, bombs are using this game, because they kind of are, you know, they hardly ever use self-destruct towards yeah, the end, the you know, part. and and then they start not dying as quick, and then they start doing, you know, exploding on you, and it's like, yeah, it's like, damn, what happened? <laughs> what about you, man? Oh, I feel you. Oh, um, first of all, the werewolf ones, yeah, those are so funny, dude, because when they get low HP, too, they just start, like, comboing, get, like, two, <laughs> you know, three, four hit combos on you, so sitting there just wailing on your, your mage, so those are a good one. I'd have to say, for me, definitely the, um, the endgame bat models, have to say that again, because, yeah. seriously, I just hate that place so much, Henny Mines, it's like, the bane of my existence when I'm playing that game. <laughs> so those guys, and I was thinking like, is the undead also they do? They're kind of cool, but they get so annoying when you're at the Pharaohs. You're trying to get that treasure. Oh, you constantly have the skeleton knights popping up. You've got the uh, the zombie mages popping up everywhere. You got the rays. Just, they never leave you alone. It's they just. Don't. I hate those guys, and they're all really powerful too, end game type enemies. So just overall annoying, annoying enemies to deal with. They are, and 
and that that reminded me of what is the the Roblon or Roblon hunt, whatever that guy's name is. Oh where yeah, it's in yeah. the uh, the Deadlands, and oh yeah. my gosh, those same just, exact problem. They just keep coming nonstop. I actually stopped in there uh, recently, very under leveled, and I wanted to just get some treasure. <laughs> and uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't stay very long because those guys were kicking my butt, and so. It's but like, why, uh, why did I decide to do this again? <laughs> Except for the hunt of treasure, it wasn't worth it. Right. Um, and so that kind of brings us to uh, to a new thing that was to twelve, and that was gambits, like the whole gambit system in general, right? I mean, that was brand new. I mean, you know, you never had that. Um, I know that we we've discussed gambits in full length, you know, a lot of times together, and I think we're very much agreeance on how it just. It really streamlines combat for you. It really does, and it's, and I, you know, I I will say that I'm sure plenty of people be like, oh, that's just lazy. No, it's not. It's called enjoying the game, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> want to micromanage three people doing every single action. You know, it's like I, really I can't. It's yeah. too much. You no, know, you, it's, you can't do that the whole game. No, no, it's too much work. You, you know, all up to that point. All the combat system's been turn-based, where you're controlling one person at one time with one action. Granted, maybe there's a queue in a couple of them already, but it doesn't matter. You're controlling one at a time. Twelve's different. You know, four people, up to four people, are all attacking at the same time doing stuff. You yeah. kind of need it. Um, so, but what were, what were your overall thoughts on the Gambit system? I love the Gambit system. I mean, there's so much variety with the different games you could buy too and so many different things that you can you can set up there i mean i think that's one of the things in this game that just keeps it so fresh for me that you can always there's just so many different combinations you can try different setups all the time because yeah I mean, anybody who's played that game, you know how many gambits that they have available. Oh, so it's many. insane. It is. You know, they have all the things like enemy status protect, enemy status, like each individual one, haste, bravery, da da da. So yeah. it's always really useful because whatever is the worst thing that you're dealing with with enemies, like, you know, enemy status, bravery, and then you just put dispel or something like that. It's just. Right. It made it easy to deal with common annoying status effects that you keep seeing um and yeah i i just think it's a really cool system you get to strategize and, and come up with gambit setups for specific bosses and things like that yeah well so. yeah i mean you pretty much pretty much have to for some bosses because some things like they need to be instant you know going on um but i agree you know i mean it's kind of um <laughs> the amount it's crazy you know it was funny the other day i was i was purchasing them all finally amassed all my my gill and i was going down the line to purchasing them and uh you know my wife is sitting next to me on the couch and i'm going down the list you know dun 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 you know for like five minutes and i looked at her and man she didn't look up once, you know. If that was me, I'd be like, "Oh my god, can you please stop already?" Yeah, it's like, no one sound when you're buying yeah, that many things. So that, many, that, like, you know, select options. Yeah, like you hear that a hundred times in a row. Oh, dude, she she's a trooper, man. I I don't know how she did it. I was even getting annoyed. I had to go down the list, but uh, but it is crazy. It is crazy how many there are, and it's just Tons. It allows you. 
granted, yes, there's like, you know, some some ones that are normalized, some of the best, you know, quote unquote stuff, but it allows you to really get personalized with your characters. Like for me, maybe I don't care about silence as much as someone else does, right? Maybe I'm just, you know, usually towards the end, I only focus on dispelling anything with bravery. It's got if it's got protect, mm -hmm. nah, I don't really care anymore, you know? Exactly. And so exactly. it kind of lets you really play the way you want to play, you know, which of course you could always do that, but it allows you to to streamline to play the way you want to play, you know, and and of course you get super creative, um, you know, there's all the different techniques that kind of rely on some things like sight unseen, you know, so you can set up that, which who cares if it sucks, you can still set it up. And so um, I haven't messed around with the scale gambits yet. I haven't incorporated that, but we're gonna we're gonna test out some fun things and it's just gonna be hilarious. I mean, I, I already tried the whole uh, ally any in attack and it was, I had it on Pinello and she just went around kind of just hitting people, putting protect on them, you know, and it was it was pretty hysterical that seeing that hilarious. happen. So we're, we're gonna get into it, it's gonna be great, but um, yeah, Gambit System, brand new 12. I love it. So, uh, and with and with that and creativity, equipment, right? Equipment in 12 was, I mean, just just something else. And kind of kind of going back to what I said with the whole Blitzball, you know, example earlier was the customization, the things you could do with your characters is just it's wide open i mean just yeah. anyone you could have everyone with poles if you wanted you know you could have everyone with scales i mean you ain't gonna do anything but you could have everyone with scales if you really wanted to try um, and kill enemies with them but i don't know if that would work <laughs> i don't so you'd make them unstoppable <laughs> yeah yeah putting haste on them and stuff like that or regan or yeah. region yeah yeah so i mean it's it's crazy but um why don't you uh, why don't you describe just uh, equipment for a little bit, you know, just kind of like the types. I mean, you got pretty much everything in the classical Final Fantasy games. You've got your swords, you got your bows, spears, uh, staffs, rods, poles, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. One of the cool things about this game that I just want to add is the um, ranged. The ranged weapons like uh, crossbows and bows. I love the ammo that they added in. I just thought that it was is. such a cool touch. You know, you had like increase. You could increase your attack power that way. You could put. They had some really cool status inflicting ones yeah. like um, bamboo arrows inflict poison and the lead bolts for slow. Those are actually really really useful. And I just love that. Um, it was cool. Some other things yeah. about the equipment was also had a lot of really, really rare equipment in this game. And, I mean, although all the Final Fantasies do, this one had, in my opinion, some of the hardest rare equipment to get. Like just some, some crazy stuff that have extremely low percentage of you getting it, you know, to where... Uh, videos that show how to get it you have to basically mess with the rng you have to do certain things very specifically to be able to get those treasures yeah like uh i don't know if you've ever heard of the seton grat bow is one nope. that, that they added to zodiac <laughs> age yeah it was one of the new ones that they added to zodiac age and it's this bow that has like 
250 attack or something insane like that. It's it's just absolutely really? ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. But normally, it, it's really weird because it's in this invisible treasure coffer that oh, you find of in one of the airships. Yeah, you can't see it. Uh, and I think the chance of you getting it and not Gil is like under a percent. It's like... No, it, it's Lord. just ridiculously hard to get. But Yeah... You know, other ones that a lot more people probably know about. I mean, a lot of people know about the Seaton Grab, but there's the uh, Tornasol sword that you can get at the end that just has a ton of, like, really rare loot that you have to get in order to unlock that in the bazaar. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the... There's there's such a wide variety. I mean, it, it is crazy. Just the weapons alone. And then, of course, you got the, the gear, which... You know, you got your heavy stuff, it's strength and defense, your mystic, that's, you know, magic and magic defense, and then of course, you know, but then it was kind of it was kind of interesting with light armor, you know, that kind of boosts your health, which is actually needed in 12, you know, I mean, yes, you have bubble, so there is that, but if you kind of want to keep one less thing on your list, you know, for one character, you know, whatever, uh, there's light armor, it kind of helps out with the health, and so... It was, uh, it's, it's great. And of course, even with those, you can mix and match, you know, you can have a headpiece as a heavy, you know, mystic armor as chest, you know, whatever. And of course you got your accessories and, you know, but, but it was really cool with the equipment in this game was just the, the stats that the specific stats that boost specific weapons. And so it's really cool because that's when you can really get creative with things, uh, you know, such as maces, you know, are based off magic power. And, you know, you got bombs that include vitality and strength, which, you know, those with hammers and axes are only weapons that use vitality. So that was kind of cool. Um, and, you know, and then you got other cool things like katanas that, you know, do a ridiculous amount of damage and include magic power in that. So you could have a mage use a katana and go to town, you know. So it's just, <laughs> it's really cool. I love it. Um, it allows you to get very creative. You can create some really cool things. Um, you know, going back to what you said with the the ammo types too. I mean, yeah, that that's awesome. And, and going back to what I said, which sometimes I get the three ranged, although it sucks at times because I get hammered on. Dude, when all three of them are hitting their status ammos, like they they, they just get messed up. They get stopped. They oh, get yeah. you know slow blinded poison. You know, it's just it's just, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because even with bombs too, I think you you've got the stun bombs and yeah, um, stun bombs. They got some crazy ones. Yeah, but bombs bombs have some good stuff on them. Yeah, stun bombs are real fun. But uh, and even tying into the bizarre goods that you know you were talking about, how um, that was a really cool thing too, because you know going back to the the looters like myself that I like to go around and get loot and and kill things, you know, and treasure and all that, like, the bazaar was a cool thing, because it kind of, like, you know, yeah, you get money for gear and magic and all that stuff, but at the same time, it kind of lets you unlock other things to buy, and so, that whole system is really cool, I don't even know all the combos, you know, I don't even know the common combos, I just sell all my stuff, and if something hop pops up in the bazaar, I'm like, heck yeah, let me grab it, you know, <laughs> and so, yeah, and and speaking of bizarre goods, I'm just curious. Did you ever utilize the? Um... Oh shoot! What were those things called? There were those items that you could get that would increase the rare, the rare drop from certain enemies. Oh, the Grim Wars. Um, Grim Wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah. 
there were like you know twenty five thousand gil per per thing. Yeah. So and also the thing that sucked about that, I mean, I liked him because you would get some really rare stuff that you needed for uh, for the good bizarre goods like the um, Sagittarius bow is one that comes to mind. Um, Turnisol is probably the hardest to get other than like Worm Hero Blade, but that one's kind of like a kind of like a joke weapon because it has such a slow uh slow speed right um but uh yeah you know if you got those green wars you could occasionally you would get pebbles yeah um, yeah the from pebbles. enemies too which just really sucks and those things sell for like two gill or something it's, it's so. one gill and yes <laughs> it's funny but i mean but you yeah. do get some rare stuff that sells for a lot and if you can stack them up oh you can be rolling in the cash exactly for sure uh and so summons in this game were a little different too um if we're just thinking about it based up to 12 releasing it was very unique in that you know you summon uh you know whoever zodiac and they fight with you and and that's different you know i mean uh you know we were we were kind of headed that direction because we had you know seven eight nine I don't know anything before that, but seven, eight, nine. You know, you summon them. They do an ability. It does damage. You move on with your life. You know. Then you had ten, where you know you can control them and you you use them, but nothing else is fine. And then now you know we got something entirely different, uh, where you summon them. They travel around with you. You know, your best pals. You know, killing things together, uh, and then they then they go on their merry way. But it was just it was very strange, uh, but but kind of cool. And then what was also very strange was j just the the summons in this game <laughs> they were very weird <laughs> yeah they really were i mean i liked it i thought it was a cool system the way that you know you could sum summon them and then you could actually fight by their side and everything one thing i didn't I, well no i can't really complain about that because i think you could control their actions if you just selected their menu or something like that right, right? I'm trying to remember. That I correctly. do not know because I never use them. <laughs> right. See, I mean, that's the other thing. I'll be straight honest on this game. I didn't use summons that much either. No. Um, there were a lot, mostly, mostly in the Zodiac Age. For me, the whole point of the summons was pretty much to unlock those unique licenses on certain boards. You know, it'd be, yeah. it'd be always blocking like. Two or three things. So if you had mages, you could get a, a HP license. Yep. Uh, you could get white magic licenses for monks and things like that. So is that? Uh, but also, I did think the summons were pretty cool, and especially the end game ones were really, really powerful. So again, they they were, that. yeah. And and just a word on that too fighting them to get them the ones that you do have to fight like really cool battles oh. really tough battles as well you know and so yeah, really. that was a fun aspect of it so i will give them that um and that takes us to quickenings as well you know because it's kind of kind of along the lines you know you talked about unlocking mm -hmm. it on the license board and stuff and so you know up to this point we had limit breaks pretty much and they kind of just did away with that and, and tossed in quickenings and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I don't ever use quickenings, and so I know it can do a lot of damage if you get very lucky and you know and, and get the right chains and all that. But 
I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't use them. And so pretty cool. I just don't use them. What about you? Yeah. I feel you on that. I try not to use them because they're so frustrating to me. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I'm just not like quick enough on the draw, I guess, to be able to get those mischarges, especially once you start getting the six, seven, eight chain. I think I've gotten up to, you know, I don't know, possibly 10. I've maybe done that before, but it's tough, man, because if you just use like one quickening on its own, it'll do like 2,000 damage. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's this huge, like, you know, extravagant FMD <laughs> with explosions and stuff like that, and it'll do like 2,000 damage. It's like, woo, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Killed a wolf. Yeah, draining um, your mana at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with you on that. I thought. I can't blame her for switching it up. Thought it was cool. You know, the whole concept is chaining them together for for greater impact and greater damage. Yeah. And with quickenings, they can be really useful, especially if you've got, you know, like we were saying, the summons, and they get down to low HP, they start putting up the physical and magical palings all the time. It's really annoying. So this is a good way of just dealing... 60,000 or something just to kill something. Uh, that is true. Right, and, and just be done with it. But, yeah, for me, it's like, I honestly just don't use them that much. I find that you don't really ever need to use quickenings. And, again, it is one of those things where it's very reflex dependent. It's kind of tricky, because you got to keep shuffling, and then you've got to wait for the mischarge to come up, and you got to gotta you know be able to quickly do that within like five seconds and yeah stuff. so it it gets pretty challenging for sure it does and and yeah i mean touching it it is i will give it that it is a good finisher because yeah most bosses start going berserk at the end exactly um, but that's actually that's gonna do it for this episode everyone i appreciate you all taking the time to just uh chill with us as we we go through Final Fantasy twelve. We're gonna like I discussed earlier, we're gonna definitely be doing more episodes on just twelve here in the beginning. We'll stick with it for a while because it's certainly becoming one of my favorites of all time for Final Fantasy, and there's just so much to talk about in twelve. It is insane. Definitely. But, but thank you very much for sticking with us, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.